0: patrons, Emily here, with a short public service announcement before we get started. For these next two episodes, Josh and I are going to be doing something a little weird. We're going to be releasing the recordings in reverse chronological order. In other words, the episode we recorded first, which was to be aired this week, will be aired next week, and next week's episode will be released today. We're doing this for a variety of reasons, but all you really need to keep in mind is this. A. The statistics I list in this episode will in fact be accurate as of today, July 15th, by happy accident. But B. Any time we refer to something in terms of relative time, as in two days from now, or last week, we will be inaccurate. I know temporal anomalies are really disorienting, but I also know you guys can handle it. So, without further ado, here we go.
1: Okay, so Emily left me this cryptic note. Wear this bracelet and lift the rock indicated on the map. And here I am, at this unassuming yet strangely compelling rock. Hmm. Well, here it goes! Whoa! What a weird strobey tile! It's making me a little dizzy actually. Am I supposed to step on this?
0: Surprise!
1: Emily! Haju! Cookie! Assorted
0: booze! What is all this? We're having a surprise party in the dungeon today because guess what? We're two days away from our one year anniversary! Aww, that's so cute. There's tea and fudge cake for all the patrons and some fish bones for Cookie. I even left your usual spot on the flagstone a little extra dusty just the way you like it. What do you think?
1: This is all so awesome. All that's left to kick off the celebration is a set of awesome tunes.
0: You know it. Let's get started. Yeah! Alright! Hey everybody, and welcome to the VGM Jukebox. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Josh. Each week, we play tunes recommended by you, our patrons, and also read your testimonials.
0: So this is pretty cool. This is our anniversary edition. So I have a whole bunch of things I'm going to talk about as we go through to kind of reflect in a retrospective, but we'll start with music. So first track, this comes to us from Patron Retro. The game is The Adventures of Bayou Billy. The track is stage one theme and the composers are Jun Funahashi, Kiyohiro Sada, Hidinori Maizawa, Atsushi Fujio, and Tsutomu Ogura. And this is for the Nintendo Entertainment System. retro says this theme always made me feel like i was in the jungle in the bayou beating on thugs and gators it has an amazing mix of channels that was really pushing the nes to the max
1: this song is really good classic yeah it's very melodic and also very exciting which is a great combo you know what else you need out of music
0: i'm too busy dancing right now i can't really reflect on this da da, 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 da. it has got a little bit of a... Is that a disco vibe, would you say, with that guitar in the background?
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, you know what? To me, there's kind of like two varieties of disco. One of them is like the ultra-computerized, um, four-on-the-floor right. beat. And then the other one is more related to funk or something. Yes, Or yes. like soul. Yes. I would say this one's more the soul kind. I would agree. Yeah.
0: Da, 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 da.
1: Which is ironic because it's definitely a computer.
0: <laughs> right, that's true. And I don't think there's anything particularly funky or soulful about this game, correct? Have you played this game? Um, I don't think so. Well if I have, and I think I actually have, but it
1: hasn't been, you know, for over 25 years or more.
0: Yeah. Uh. We apparently owned this at one point. I didn't know that until I was watching home videos of one of my brother's birthday parties at an arcade, and one of his friends gave him this game, and my mind was blown because I don't have a memory of having this. And I don't know what happened to it! Maybe he let somebody borrow it and it disappeared. Who knows.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there are a lot of just missing video games in the world. I wonder where they are.
0: (laughs) Where have they all gone? It'd be great if they all got transported to the dungeon.
1: It'd be cool if all video games, like, simultaneously just stood up from wherever they were, all the cartridges.
0: So you could find them.
1: Yeah, so you could just see them. Yeah. Maybe just, if we could create some sort of machine that would make all cartridges float three feet above the air, uh, three feet above the ground or something, and we could just go running around the world picking them up.
0: Gametizing your life, I guess. They would literally be the video game pickups Yeah. in a video game. That would be weird. Okay, so here's retrospective number one. I kind of compiled some stats on our podcast. So the first statistic. We have had 66 unique patrons recommend tracks to us. Wow. Isn't that credible? That's awesome. That's very cool. So thank you to our 66 patrons. Um, keep sending in recommendations Keep bringing new patrons But that's really cool Because when we started out I think uh, we were worried That we weren't going to get a lot of recommendations from people
1: Yeah, this could have all crashed and burned With zero <laughs> recommenders Or just us doing a couple episodes that Where we just Tricked our friends into giving us a recommendation Just right. like, oh, what song do you like? Okay, I'll play it on the show Yeah, but- exactly uh, yeah, patrons who have done the recommending. You're the reason for the season. <laughs> the reason this show... Uh, that anybody likes it. And I'm so grateful. Yes. And we get to do this.
0: Thanks, guys. Have some fudge cake. On us.
1: All right. Well, for this next song, we're going to do... Um, A recommendation from Bogus Meat Factory. He's got an audio testimonial here. The game is Jennifer Capriati Tennis, or the Tennis Tournament, colon Grand Slam. This is going to be ending number two, composed by Hiroki Kamata for the Sega Genesis. Hey Josh and Emily, I was thinking about one of my favorite genre of sports titles that seems to be missing in this current generation, and that is tennis games. My very first tennis game that I enjoyed was Jennifer Capriati Tennis for the Sega Genesis, and opened my world to enjoy later tennis titles like Virtua Tennis on the Dreamcast. This very chilled, melodic track seems right up Josh's alley, what with his love for the smooth, relaxing tones of golf and fishing games. So sit back! relax and enjoy the simplicity of this delightful little song hey thank you bogus (laughs) thanks Um,
0: bogus
1: (laughs) you know yeah i do like this track a lot it does uh relax me a lot but this is a little too relaxing i like most of my uh look i like relaxing but i like relaxing with a little bit of a beat usually this one's straight-up, like, music box, like it lullaby It is straight-up music box. I yeah. like music boxes, so maybe yeah. this
0: is more up Emily's alley than Josh's alley. I dig this track.
1: I think it is more up your alley, and maybe someday, if you have enough time, uh, maybe you can make a little music box of this one.
0: I might actually. It would be perfect. It's a perfect pick. It's kind of...
1: Yeah, it's kind of already a music box.
0: But that's neat to have it manifest in reality. Yeah.
1: If I have a baby, I'm going to definitely play this in their crib.
0: Aw. <laughs> That's adorable. I
1: make them look at pictures of Jennifer Gabriel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Raise them to be a tennis player. That'll be yeah. the theme of the nursery, will be tennis. Yeah. That would actually be a really interesting nursery theme. Not played out at all. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you ever thought of, like...
1: Speaking of like gametizing your life or like using music as cues for things mm. What if you actually did try to raise your kid like a tennis a player and then you had like little musical cues from Jennifer Capriati tennis to like Put them in different
0: mindsets or something like that like if they do something good play like the match one song if Oh they yeah. do something bad play the match lost?
1: Yeah, and while you're, like, driving to the course, you're playing, like, menu screen or something like that.
0: (laughs) Well, I do think if I did have children that they would have a very musical upbringing. Oh, and then, oh, this is ending, too,
1: so that means at the end of the day, you can choose between different endings, (gasps) like, based on
0: how they did. So, they would choose which song that I would be singing to them as they go to bed. Sure, yeah. As I rock. This is all. This no, is straight up a rocking chair song. No, they wouldn't choose.
1: You would choose. I would choose? Yeah, based on how well they did that day. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you did pretty good today. You get to take a sleep. I think uh, you have a different vision for two. this than I do. <laughs> oh, it's very. Yeah. Uh, it's very controlling and manipulative. Yeah, yours is
0: a very strict. <laughs> Situation, whereas I'm just trying to make it fun for the kid. So your kid will be a champion and my kid will just be having a good time. Oh, you know, I don't know. I
1: think both styles of parenting can raise champions.
0: <laughs> I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> is that a challenge?
1: <laughs> I'm going to withhold love, but that also means that like, when they do get it, it's that much more, you know, uh, motivating. This is a challenge. Yeah, we, we have to... We have to have kids this year and try to make them both into tennis stars.
0: There's, like, so much wrong with this conversation right now.
1: By incorporating Jennifer Capriotti tennis music into their lives.
0: I am alarmed by your parenting factors. style. Patrons, I have my face in my hands right now. I'm doing a Picard facepalm.
1: I don't... Yeah, I don't think I could really do that or anything, but... No, I'll, I know you would. Hold love, yeah. I'm probably a sucker. I would probably spoil them.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I guess you never know until you have the child in your hands.
1: I'd play ending number two no matter how they did.
0: <laughs> All day long, no matter what's going on. <laughs> just ending two.
1: Just like, I want you to know I love you. I, pu- I, I push play as I leave the room.
0: <laughs> Aw, that's so cute! All right, before I explode from the adorable... My second statistic is the number of tracks we have played to date, not including this episode. So the number of unique tracks we have played, not including the special stage episode, which was kind of special, is 227. We played 227 songs this last year on the podcast. And the reason why I didn't include the special stage tunes is because those weren't really featured. Those just ran in the background while we talked. For 45 minutes or so. If I had counted those, it would be 245. Wow. It's a lot of music.
1: Yeah, and I would say probably at least 199 of those I had never heard before. So right. that means uh, our patrons added music into our lives, into my life, and I'm very grateful for that.
0: Yes, our brains have expanded. Yeah. We've talked about that before, but I love that. I love finding these tracks that I wouldn't otherwise stumble upon for one reason or another. I'm feeling overwhelmed by my feelings for the audience again, patrons. I love you guys. That's gonna sound so cheesy in the recording. Whatever, it's legitimate emotion. Well, I don't know about I don't know about
1: love. I'm just saying, highly, <laughs> highly grateful. And um, yeah,
0: I'm saying love. Josh may be, love. Josh may be the sentimental one among us. But somehow I wind up being, I think, the mushier one. You keep it restrained.
1: Well, I didn't say what I wouldn't do out of gratitude.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Should I ask you to explain Uh, that or should I move on? (laughs) Let's just move on. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're moving on to a recommendation from patron Sean S., The game is Thunder Force AC. So this is Thunder Force for the arcade. The track is either Stage 4 or Omake 2. I've seen it listed as both, so I'm not totally sure. He said Stage 4, though, and I think he knows what he's talking about, so we're going to go with that. The composers are Tomomi Ootani, Toshiharu Yamanishi, Naosuke Arai, Takeshi Yoshida. And this is uh, for the arcade, but specifically it's listed as the Sega System C2 board. says perhaps unsurprisingly that one of the most amazing pieces of arcade game music is by Technosoft on sound hardware that closely resembles the Genesis/Mega Drive chipset I like that this is a rock and track that's a bit cleaner than a lot of music from Thunder Force 4 If I have one complaint it's probably that I feel they could have done a little more with the bass but I love its percussiveness and that it stands back a little bit while the leads just go to town on people's eardrums Also, extremely underrated lead-in. The first 12 seconds or so make my heart leap a little bit.
1: Mm. This is great. And it's great to get another uh, side of the Thunder Force soundtrack. Yes. uh, If you're a listener to the Legacy Music Hour, uh, Rob always uh, likes to play Thunder Force songs. Not always. I don't know why I said that. No, it's true. Well, you're
0: saying it because he has a mission. He's on a a mission from God to play every track from Lightning Force. Mm Mm-hmm which I don't believe he's achieved yet, but he is getting there.
1: And, um, you know, I think even more... We were talking earlier about how different the experience is of listening to VGM music uh, from a system to listening to it in your earphones. Mm -hmm. But I think it's... uh, The arcade experience is even more different than this because when you go to arcade you often can't even hear the song that's playing because there's so many other songs and sounds playing that this song would kind of just be, might not cut through the noise very well, you know? So it's great to recover this.
0: Either that or you obviously have a very specific background ambiance going on at the same time. All the other arcade, if you can hear the song on your particular cabinet, you are still also hearing all the other cabinets, probably some skee-ball, Probably some air hockey.
1: Yeah. and oh, uh, I'm
0: it, lost in, uh, in thoughts of my old arcade right now. As I was describing that, it was bringing me there, and I just, I miss that.
1: It's interesting that he mentions this thing about uh, it having low bass, too. I think a lot of video games, especially from 80s, 90s, and any cabinet really still, doesn't mm-hmm. really have subwoofers or anything, so... I don't. I know what the speakers look like. I think they're like 8-inch speakers or something like that, if that. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder if they took that into account when they made the tracks because they didn't want to blow out the speakers or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. And maybe that's why... Maybe Arcade's music tends to have like a tinny quality to it. Or I uh, I don't know what I mean by tinny, but just not bassy.
0: Right, more in the treble range. That's a really interesting thought about the speakers, I hadn't thought about it that way. Man, I would love it if every... If I were playing this game, first of all, I know this song. And I love this song, it's such a jam. It's uh, an arcade only. This is from, um, I believe, Thunder Force 3. So the Genesis port did not include this track. Um, But anyway... Man, if I were at an arcade cabinet, and this song we playing, and there was a subwoofer in that cabinet... Oh, yeah. That would be like the greatest experience ever. I like feeling my music in my gut. Mm, mm. Kind of like warbling through me. I, in fact, just installed a subwoofer in my office, which I'm very excited about. Oh, wow. My, uh, my husband had had an external speaker system for his computers, um, I think since he was a kid but he hadn't used it in a long time, and it had been in a box. And I just recently unpacked the last of our moving boxes and found this, and he said he didn't need it anymore, so I was like, awesome! So, took it to my office, put it in, immediately turned the subwoofer almost all the way up, and tested it with some Streets of Rage tunes. It was amazing. I went on the second floor, and my office sounded like the best nightclub ever.
1: Cool. Yeah. Wait, what were you playing again? Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I felt like that was the way to test it.
1: That is a good one, yeah.
0: My neighbors probably hate me. My window was open, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you, oh, gotta, well. Yeah, you gotta give it to them once in a while, you know? Yeah. Let them know that, uh. I, I don't know. Just let them know what good music sounds like.
0: I'm just trying to do for them what our patrons have done for us is really what's going on there. Um, So speaking of that, my next statistic. um, I have a list of our top five most viewed posts, which I think is kind of interesting. So I'm just going to go through the list and see if any of these surprise you or seem about right. Hey, before you do that. Yes. um, I just want to say about your last statistic. What was it, 60-something unique. Oh, the first one was 66 unique patrons.
1: Okay. Before you go on to this next statistic. Okay. Listener, could you become a patron? (laughs) Could you help us get that number to maybe 100? Maybe we'll do a celebration if we do. If we haven't heard from you yet, and there's even a song that you kind of like, even if it was played on another podcast or something like that, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Maybe we should do a giveaway. Maybe we should give something to the 100th patron. Oh, that's a great idea. So we'll do that.
1: Yeah. All right, we'll figure we... out what we're going to give, give away, but what what Um, we'll figure out what we'll give away. Okay. Yeah.
0: As we steadily approach triple digits.
1: Sure. Let's move on to that stat.
0: Okay. So, here they are in reverse order. So, we're starting with the fifth most viewed going to the first most viewed. The fifth most viewed post was Dungeon 7, Dry Bones. The fourth most viewed was episode 16, Feel the Feels. Third is episode 2, Share the Health. The second most viewed is episode 20, Objective Reality. And the number one most viewed post of ours was Special Stage. If you can believe that. That is
1: so weird to me. That (laughs) um, Special Stage because that had no listener track, so right. that means presumably people just wanted to hear us talk about video games or our life or whatever.
0: Or something.
1: So It was a very thanks.
0: active comment section and that will drive up the views because people will come back to post and to read what people were talking about. But yeah, we've mentioned it before, but we thought that no one was going to want to listen to the special stage episode. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the most viewed. I don't know if that necessarily translates into the most listened to, but...
1: That's hard to know. Mm. And also, we probably should note that our own visiting our own visiting the uh, blog spot can corrupt those numbers too. Right. Like if we had an issue with one of the postings and you or I kept going there to just check that everything was all right, we would have right. altered the uh, numbers there too.
0: Right. Still, I think it came ahead pretty far. I could bring it up, but it wasn't. It's not like it's off by one or two. Oh, it's yeah. off by I, I remember a couple dozen. That I like
1: knowing. I like how well Objective Reality did.
0: Right. Is that the one we were talking about death and Sonic 2? No, Sonic 1, Starlight Zone, and death?
1: Oh, was it? <laughs> In what
0: episode are we not talking about death? But.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what that, that was, was a right? part of our death trilogy or something.
0: <laughs> we cover all kinds of topics on this show. By the way just about
1: that a little bit you know i never thought we would be talking that much on this podcast or anything that's true um i so just fyi i think it was just us trying to figure out what's going on (laughs) with (laughs) uh with vgm music and memories and it just led into that into what we're doing today but um i had no particular desire to try to uh hold a you know hold court or anything like that and talk about death
0: did you uh did you read that uh document that i sent you with our conversations in it
1: oh yeah i did
0: yeah so i mean it's there it's in writing you said i wrote it down you said but i do feel uncomfortable with the idea of being a professional talker and i said yeah me too um and that's what we're doing today
1: It's professionally talking (laughs) yeah I mean, we were, I was thinking of ways that we could design this podcast where we really wouldn't have any personality whatsoever or really have any conversation. We would just read the tracks right. or the testimonials and the info and then just move on. Um, but then fortunately, I maybe fortunately, we got more comfortable with uh, conversing with each other and just talking about the uh, testimonials and stuff
0: patrons? Is it fortunately or unfortunately?
1: (laughs) Yeah, great question. (laughs) Let us
0: know in the comment section. (laughs) By the way, about that, if... Also,
1: um, I am sort of a professional talker in a way, which is that I'm a composition teacher, so I'm always kind of in this mode of, like, looking for the point or something like that. Right. Because that's what I'm doing with my students all the time and uh, what what they write. And, uh, first of all, our contributors tend to be really good writers but mm-hmm. um i'm just always trying to figure out what you're thinking uh if there's any messages behind the uh behind the testimonials or behind the whole media experience and uh so sorry about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> well this is what happens i think when you put two english majors together and give yeah. them microphones Uh, oh, such a good tune all right that conversation is going to sound so intense with that tune layered underneath it.
1: <laughs> this next track, though, um, was recommended by Mega Matt. It's from the game Wally no Sagase, Ehon no Kuni no daiboken. Oh, that was good. Oh, this is a, a Where's Waldo game. Yes, it is. Uh, the track is called Area Full of Waldo Watchers. The composer is Masanao a- Akaori and June Enoki and it's for the Super Nintendo or Super Famicom?
0: Yeah, it would be Super Famicom.
1: Mega Matt writes, I think this would be good hold music for the VGM spa. <laughs> I, su- <laughs> I assume this is where a uh, Where's Waldo game, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is Mega Matt. And uh, I'm sorry, Bogus Meat Factory, but it is Mega Matt who has my number tonight. Ooh. Call me. Uh. <laughs> I won't put you on hold. I like how this is hold music for the VGM spa.
0: Right, like you so we are trying to make t- an appointment. <laughs> yeah. This was a strong, strong contender for our spa episode, actually. But I chose... Oh, wow, For that you... one, I was very cognizant of not repeating patron tracks. So Wait, I picked... So what? we had
1: this... Hold on. So we had this recommendation since before we made the spa episode? Yes. Oh, so it's just a coincidence that he mentioned hold music.
0: Yes. That's yes, funny. that's right. Yeah. So maybe he
1: seeded our uh, subconscious minds with the maybe. concept, yeah.
0: Or he saw into the future. But uh but yeah, I went with a different track that uh Megamad had uh recommended instead the I think it was Hiroki aroma No, it's not aromatherapy, it's psychotherapy, but he made a joke about it being aromatherapy. But um I was sad to take this track out of the running cuz it's good.
1: I like the idea of what if we did a hold music episode for the VGM spa <laughs> and it'd be just like ultra relaxing.
0: <laughs> we'll put our patrons into comas.
1: Yeah. Less vaporwave, more comas.
0: Or like a bubble bath mix or something.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
0: or a hot tub mix. We did. There was a hot tub, I think. No, there was a lava pit in the spa.
1: I'm kind of sad that we didn't do an ad for the VGM spa on the Hold Music episode. Now,
0: oh, that's a really good idea. How yeah. did we not think of that?
1: But we've got to do more special episodes like that.
0: Yeah, we do. Um,
1: but we have time. For one thing, they're very fun to do, and uh, we even got a message from Brent Weinbach about how much he liked Hold Music. That was so, really cool. That as was our very cool. as our Dad Cast. We should try to please them. That's right. Just like we, uh, just like our kids will try to please us with their tennis playing.
0: That's right. We want to get the Legacy Music Hour to play us ending two from Jennifer Capriati Tennis so that we know what we're doing right in the world.
1: Yeah, speaking of Legacy Music Hour, though, I do want to give a shout out to all the other VGM podcasts out there. We're happy to be a part of this movement. That's becoming more of a family. I'm talking to you, Pixel Tunes Radio. (laughs) I'm talking to you, VG Empire. And I'm looking all the way in your direction. The other one with pixel in it. What is that one
0: called? (laughs) Pixelated Audio.
1: Pixelated Audio.
0: Yeah, that's funny. The other one with pixel in it. That is confusing at first. I think there's even a third one that has pixel in the title. It's a very attractive word. Pixel is a very attractive word. But then you have to, uh, you know, find a way to differentiate them in your mind.
1: If there's any we don't know about, please do share them on our show.
0: Oh, yeah, please. Patrons, if you listen to other VGM podcasts, totally put them in the comment section. Because that would be great for people to yeah. see other... Podcasts that they can listen to. I'm sure most of our patrons know about those though. Still do it. But I think that our patrons really are connoisseurs of this stuff. There might be new ones
1: coming up or That's some true. that have escaped our knowledge. True. What it what is retronauts? That's that word's coming to mind, but I don't remember what retronauts is.
0: Um, same here. Retronauts. The old game podcast about old games. Oh, okay.
1: It's not... Sometimes they do, like, a VGM thing.
0: Uh, Looks like they do focuses on games. Yeah, looks like every episode is a game focus. Or a specific media focus. It looks like they did one on GamePro magazine. That's a really cool idea, actually. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to that one.
1: But... I am pretty um, sure that they do use video game music in their show, too. Yes. So
0: Neat. Okay, are we ready for our next statistic? Yeah. This one's not really a statistic. This is just an interesting fact. Our first dungeon hangout was on November 27th, 2015. That was episode 10, Stuck in a Dungeon. And that was interesting because that was just an idea we had for an episode. And then Mm. it spawned that parallel universe of vgm episodes that episode
1: also kind of was a milestone for me uh in terms of how i thought about how long our episodes could be and how many different um segments we could have
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i think in that episode we did like karaoke's the carrot man came right and then we had uh You know, everything else going on. Maybe it's just those two things. Oh, no, and the randomized track, too. Right. So, that's Which we
0: actually, uh... I wrote that down, too. So, Mm. I might as well just say it. I did write down our first randomizer appearance, because this really surprised me. You remembered this, and I didn't. But our first randomized track happened in the third episode. Hmm. Entitled, Death Becomes Us. Because it's always about death. But, um... I did not think that we randomized anything until much later, I just forgot about that.
1: You forgot that the uh, regular jukeboxes before we used Haju exclusively also had a randomized feature. Whether or not they were haunted or just, uh, you know, going through some system check or, you know, whatever.
0: I think you leaned on it, is what happened in that episode. You triggered the randomized track by leaning on the the jukebox. (laughs) But yeah, but Haju does it himself.
1: Yeah. Well, most uh, jukeboxes do kind of have a randomized function. Like if no one's playing the jukebox for a while. Right, right. Then it'll just start playing a song and remind you that it's there and maybe to provide some atmosphere. So that's where that idea came from, really.
0: Right. Oh, and you know what? Along these lines, I wanted to give a shout out to a particular patron and I'm going to have to find out who it is. But somebody on our Facebook page posted in our little comment section on the side that they had spotted Haju in a game. Wait, what? And I thought that was so cute. Let me find it. I have a little trouble with the Facebook page because it keeps trying to fill up my screen with a full page ad to join. I don't want to join. I just want to be able to see what people are talking about.
1: Hey, take your time. We'll just sit here in this on hold. Yeah, just,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Please hold. Okay, thanks for holding. It was Jared Heilman, and he said, Haju sighting in Earthbound. And he put up a picture of a bar, <laughs> and there's a jukebox in the corner.
1: Great. Can we do Jared, this real that quick? that is so
0: cute. Can we do what real quick?
1: Let's just throw this in real quick. Our customers are very important to us. <laughs> Your call will be answered in the order it was received. You know what's uh, stupid, actually? I was on hold this morning with the IRS. Oh. Because uh, it's, nothing, it's not a big deal. I had to uh, file a... What's it called? Like an amendment or something like that. So I just wanted yeah. to see if they got it. Anyways, they put, I was on hold and they said, um, they called, I think they were using a system that they use for corporations usually. Cause they were like, uh, I forgot what they, I forgot what it was, but in the hold message, it was like, we will answer all of our customers in the order they were, uh, they called or something. I'm like, I don't know if I'm really a customer. Right. Am I a customer of the IRS? Yeah. <laughs> And America
0: citizens, ah.
1: citizens. We will
0: address all citizens yeah, it of this be great citizens. nation yeah. in the order in which they have filed. Yeah, that's funny.
1: Capitalistic I... slaves. <laughs> you will be addressed in the order. You, you will wait. Yeah,
0: and we will get back to you. We're not going to tell you when. Deal with it.
1: Yeah, there is no other. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other option.
0: Would you have felt good about it if you'd been listening to this track the entire time?
1: I would have felt better about it. Mm. Honestly, though, a lot of times you call on a cell phone or something like that, and uh, if you don't get a great signal, the music is kind of broken up, even if it's kind of good. Yeah, I know what you're talking
0: about. As somebody who does legitimately enjoy listening to hold music, yes, that is a sadness that I know intimately.
1: But do you think this music is like too good for hold, like where it would piss you off that they were taking, that they were like making light of your situation or something like that?
0: I don't think so. I get what you're saying, but I was on hold recently with a doctor's office Mm -hmm. and their hold music was so good. I actually got a little bit emotionally moved by it. And as I was realizing how invested I was becoming in the two and I was thinking, oh, don't pick up, don't pick up, be busy. Deal with five other calls. Oh, that's just funny. get back to me whenever you want. And they did take a while, which was great. I don't think it looped, but I was listening to it for a while. And you were like, and then I complimented them on their hold music. When, <laughs> when we when I got through,
1: that's funny. You're like, I was so moved by your hold music. I just want you to know, you know, thank you for keeping me alive, <laughs> so I can en- enjoy this beautiful life that's been given to me.
0: That's exactly what happened. And the woman is probably thinking, this lady is nuts.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, were you looking for behavioral health? Nope.
1: I don't know who pushed the start button on my life, but <laughs> this level right here makes me feel really good.
0: I wish the people could see what you're doing as Josh is <laughs> Saying these things. He's putting like one hand to one ear and like closing his eyes. It's so, <laughs> funny. It's so funny. That's so funny. Alright, are we ready to be off hold? Sure. Okay. Let's answer the call. Oh, wait, I wanted to say one last thing about this track. I keep forgetting. Oh, sure. Do you hear that Mario Paint part at the end of the loop where it goes da 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 Mario Paint? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I think of every time. I don't know where you are in the loop. It might be far away, but... You know what? Maybe when you listen back.
1: Yeah, I, I remember that. I didn't think Mario would paint, but I can hear that. Um, I forgot that this was for a Waldo game, but... Oh,
0: yeah. The elephant in the room. This is perfect.
1: If you're just gonna stare at one image, might as well have some great tunes. You know. Oh, oh. This
0: could even be well, like a
1: party, like a party game. You just put it on in your room, you know, and just hang out.
0: No, no. Here's what you do before bed and before you put your child to bed. The two of you take a Where's Waldo book off the shelf. <laughs> oh. And you put this track on and then you look for Waldo. And then after that, you play Jennifer Capriati's tennis as you leave the room.
1: Yeah. I love you. Good night. Yo. Yeah.
0: All right, I think we can... Now we can move on. All right. Patron, Mike. From Teenagers with Attitude. Game, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Track, play ball! With an exclamation point. Now, the composers on this, um, definitely Tim and Jeff Fallen, but there are other composers listed in my file, and I couldn't find other information online, so I'm going to list them, too, just to be safe. Chris Jojo, Paul Tonge, and Matthew Cannon. And this is for the Super Nintendo.
1: Hey Josh and Emily, this is Mike from Teenagers with Attitude, and I'm going to request
0: Play Ball from Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball for the Super Nintendo. What's weird about this game is there really is not a whole lot of music in it. There's the national anthems of America
1: and Canada, taking out to the ball game during the seventh inning stretch. There's the main menu theme, and there's a special theme that plays if you manage to play through an entire season all the way through the World Series. Other than that, there's just Play Ball that plays on loop any time you're playing the actual game for potentially hours and hours. This could be the only thing you hear. So it's a really good thing that it's a fantastic track.
0: The only thing you hear. This would be the best baseball game ever. Yeah, I don't know if
1: um, I would have uh, programmed it to play during the entire season or something like that, but it is a great song. It is. I don't think these riffs would have been uh, neglected by some of our top rock and roll acts throughout the years. sounds a a little dorsy at some times, it sounds like Deep Purple at others, and it has a little Led Zeppelin kind of, and it's just well put together too. The arrangement, um, it starts stacking up on top of the bass at a certain point, Uh, it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, this is a great tune. I had a lot of things to say about it, and I've forgotten them all. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if this track wasn't intended to play throughout the entire game, but the programmer was like, Oh, but it's such a jam. Probably. I'm just going to change the code a little bit here. <laughs> and it's just going to keep playing. I wouldn't be no, surprised. No, this will totally yeah. get you through to the World Series. What were yeah.
1: you saying? Oh no, I could I totally see that.
0: I'm, uh, I'm actually trying to play through Bases Loaded 2 right now. I might have mentioned this on the podcast, but I'm not sure. It's one of my Summer Challenge games, my third Summer Challenge game mm-hmm. out of ten. I'm uh, stymied a little bit. Um, it's a long season. A lot of games I have to play to then get to the World Series. I'm enjoying it, definitely enjoying it, but it's long. It takes a long time, so I wonder if uh, maybe I should just put this on while I play and see if that improves the experience. Actually, what I have been doing, speaking of friendly podcasts in the VGM family, I have been listening to pixelated audio as I grind my way through Bases Loaded 2, which has been a lot of fun. So they are coaching me through, in a sense, to winning the World Series.
1: Well, you don't have... You know, you're not bound to do any particular thing.
0: It's, well... It's like an association now. I oh, want okay. to listen to them while I'm playing the game, and if I'm playing the game, I want to be listening to them. Oh, I see. You I mo- might have just said the same thing twice, but I mean it in both ways. No, I understand,
1: yeah. You might uh
0: You might get through all of them though. All of their podcasts? Yeah. Um no. I don't know. I'm on I'm on game thirty eight right now, I think, and I think I'm on episode eleven of theirs. Oh wow. So at that rate I won't be done unless they oust you from the playoffs or something right yeah. oh god <laughs> i'm if i lose games i do the game over because i'm so terrified i'm not really clear on how I qualify for the World Series It just says in the manual that I have to win I think 75 games But I don't know if it's 75 out of a certain number I don't know if I get disqualified at some point You know, as you're getting at for Not playing well enough So I'm terrified, so I'm playing a perfect season Because I can't imagine investing this many weeks Into this And then being told at some point
1: Nope 75 is a lot But I think yeah. there's 8 Oh wait I think there's 100 games or something like that in a season.
0: Yeah, it's like 100. I, I was
1: almost said 82, but that's um, that's uh, basketball.
0: Well, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I'll get there.
1: 162.
0: <laughs> Please don't make me play 162 games of this. <laughs> I do enjoy it. It's just that that is really a lot.
1: We should probably mention uh, that m- we were just on Teenagers with Attitude, and that episode probably will be out by the time that this comes out. No, probably. Oh, that's true. It will have been. It yeah. will have come out last week. So if yes. you want to hear us talking about Grumblebee um, and Power Rangers, and the f- first episode after uh, Tommy's return. He's barely in that. But we got to uh, talk to Mike on the on his show and everything. Mm-hmm. Emily did very well on the show. I was completely nervous, and so maybe don't listen to it because I sound like a wreck.
0: <laughs> you were fine. I sound. Well, it was funny the way like you put it. You said that you got you kept getting sucked into just wanting to listen to the show. Yeah, you were getting pulled into your. Uh, What's your a- um. It's a, it's a
1: very good show, and the the main people who are usually on it have a very good rapport on it and they also build off each other really quickly. So they're they have like really no pauses in the conversation and they were just they encouraged me, you know, just if you want to say something, just say it. So I tried that and I just feel a little bit out of the flow because I could only think of what to say, not how to uh, build off the conversation. anyways, it was probably just felt like a disaster to me but um if you want to hear emily be cool and josh be a weirdo and also just a good show (laughs) otherwise check out teenagers with attitude
0: josh is being way too hard on himself
1: no i don't think so i am i o i'm pretty sure not
0: i'm pretty sure that i'm gonna value my opinion over yours on this oh okay thank you how's that great (laughs) okay next statistic The number of content posts. Now what this means is, we've done regular episodes, we've done special episodes, and we've done dungeon episodes, and the dungeon episodes were numbered differently to kind of differentiate them from the main series that we had going. So... If you look at the number episode that we're on, I believe this is episode 30, we have done more than 30 episodes. So... The number of posts that we have made With content in them, so a release, an audio release of some kind is 43, and this will be our 44th. Our 44th audio recording that we release. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so it's a lot more than 30.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool. Does that include the little one minute dungeon teaser too?
0: It does actually, I thought about that. That's funny, I loved that one. How does it feel to be back in the dungeon, by the way?
1: Oh, feels great. I feel like I never left.
0: Nah. I miss it. I miss it sometimes.
1: And it's great to have all these patrons here with us to to join us in the dungeon. Welcome to the party. Um, don't get your shoes wet, because that will give you a planter's sore, for sure. A planter's wart. <laughs> and uh, don't lean against the walls. They are covered in slime. Right. And tr- Unless you're
0: into that, I mean, yeah. you know, not gonna judge.
1: Yeah. Um, if you really want to, you can try to shoot out these the torches on the wall, see if anything happens.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. We've never tried that, have we?
1: Well, I never had the bow and arrow, but maybe one of our patrons does, and you know, if they do, just give it a shot. Well,
0: maybe I will just ask though. If any of our patrons have whips, please do not destroy the sconces. Um, We like those. Yeah. Our decorative sconces.
1: Oh, and about Boo's friends. We know they're kind of sketchy, but (laughs) just engage them head on. Okay? Right. Don't turn your back to them. Just keep the conversation blowing. Look them in the eyes. They're totally cool.
0: Yeah, maybe just duck every so often. Don't jump too high. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are we doing next,
1: Josh? Well, it's time. You knew this was going to happen. I'm not even going to say what this track is. We'll talk about it after it's done. This is a global phenomenon right now, so I'd be surprised if you don't feel if you don't feel the gravity of this moment when the when the track starts so let's do this Okay. <laughs> that was Pokemon Go. The walking map theme. Welcome back Junichi Masuda. You're on my phone now. I hope you're getting paid royalties because this is a phenomena. Phenomenon. This is worldwide and uh, I have so much feelings about playing this game right now that I can't listen to this song without feeling like my soul is escaping my body. <laughs>
0: Are you going to be alright?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I was, uh, I, I walked out, um, this morning, I went to the park, there's about six Pokemon stations at the, at the park by my house and, uh, I left the music on just so I could listen to it before the podcast today and, um, so I have all these associations with this song of Walking around my neighborhood, playing this game, catching Pokemon, uh, getting my butt kicked at the gyms, and um, yeah, unfortunately we're recording this about two, two weeks before it comes out or something like that, so... Yeah, just about. This game, I just started playing it three days ago, and I think it just came out... Sometime last week or something like that.
0: Yeah, it was you started playing it on release day. I did. I believe so.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: I think you were messaging me about it.
1: Well, I don't really know when the release day was. Uh, I I just didn't know. I didn't know that I was an early adopter or anything like that.
0: Yeah, you were you were right on the the tip.
1: You're riding the wave. And uh, I had a two-hour lunch that day, and I just walked around my school catching Pokemon. This game hijacks your brain it rewires all your motivations and um, i'm not gonna say it's good or bad i don't think it's you know people it's kind of interesting when you tell people about pokemon go they try to make a judgment call about it they're like oh so it's a good thing it gets you out of the house and then other people are like oh but it's a, but it's kind of a bad thing because you're just staring at your phone wandering around And Mm. uh, the answer is, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing. And it's happening.
0: Right. No, uh, I've seen articles already. Now, first of all, you are not a Pokemon person. Or you were not in the pre-Go world,
1: correct? I'll say this. I played Yellow. I didn't even beat Yellow because I saw how much I had to grind to beat Gary. And I'm like, I know I could do that, but I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, but I I also, like, watched the show. Right. And I had a little Polly bouncy ball that I really enjoyed. That I bought in, like, 1999 or something like that. Uh, I thought Polly was a great-looking character. But, yeah, no, after that, not really. I still like talking about it a lot. I think it's a fascinating concept. And I would bring it up in my classes to talk about, like, uh... Motivations, literacy, education, because Pokemon is one of these things that prove how much a person can learn extracurricularly when they're actually motivated to know something, you know, so.
0: Oh, yeah, that's ancient. Yep.
1: It's like, OK, apparently this kid is an idiot, but why can he memorize 500 Pokemon and all their strengths and weaknesses or right, whatever? Right, right.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I have to say, I'll say this. Please do. You know, as the, I would say, Pokemon veteran among us, because I've played almost every uh, main series Pokemon game, if not all of them, I'm a little sad that I cannot participate in this phenomenon. Yeah. Because I do not have a smartphone. I think that the concept is fantastic because the things that I like that Pokemon has done with the franchise has been to create ways to make it closer and closer to real life. Um, In the remakes of Gold and Silver, which were called Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, and we may have talked about this on the podcast before, so I apologize to all the patrons if you've heard this already, Um, but you probably know about it. There was a pedometer that came with the game, so it's a separate little disc thing with an LCD screen that is colored like a pokeball and you can actually transfer one pokemon at a time from your party into it and then you walk around outside so you literally have a pokeball in your pocket with a pokemon in it and it counts your steps and depending on how many steps you take within certain periods of time your pokemon is either happy or they're bored or they're sleeping that kind of thing and when you import them back into the game you get a little summary of your adventures and um that's great. I love that. There is something so compelling about actually becoming the trainer that you are in the game. Literally taking the Pokemon out with you. I would walk back and forth from campus, from graduate school campus all the time with with somebody in my pocket. And I would spend time in the morning deciding who was going to come with me. Was it a rainy day? Well, this Pokemon is not a water type, so they're not going to like the rain. So I'm going to choose this one instead. And um, and I love that, and it just seems like Pokemon Go is is even more of a step in that direction because you literally are physically exploring a world with Pokemon in it and catching them. You are your own trainer in even a more direct way.
1: Yeah, and uh, I guess the, it's magical. The different areas in the world correlate to different Pokemon. So you go to the beach and you get Water type Pokemon. Uh, this place by my house, where there's actual horse trails, has a lot of ponitas.
0: Oh, it's so cool!
1: There's a. Uh,
0: I didn't know it was that specific. This sh- is stuff that I don't know about that I'm interested in. You know, I assumed obviously if you're near water, there'll be water types, but you know, to associate.
1: You, yeah. Usually around your house, there's usually just like bug and rat
0: type Pokemon. That's and, like, yeah, bats. that's standard. Yes, yeah. that's like the games, and the those are the the pidgeys and the ratatas All of those are when you start the Pokemon games, you always get those types near your hometown. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, just FYI, if anybody, if any patron has ever conquered a gym or just wants to talk about Pokemon Go, please write it in the comments section. This is a call, Josh. Yeah, call Call me. (laughs) I I can't do anything at a gym. I just get worked every time I go to the gym. What is
0: this? Are you actually playing against an NPC of some kind? I don't even understand how this would work. I think sometimes
1: it's an NPC and sometimes it's a person. Because a person could leave a Pokemon there to like guard the gym or something for them. And the longer their Pokemon can guard the gym, they can earn like gold coins, which are can only otherwise be bought with real money.
0: So you can become a gym leader. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Yeah. Whoa.
0: It's yeah. blowing my mind a little bit right now.
1: Yeah, it's inter—it's uh, interacting with the world in very strange ways. So one of the interesting things is like looking at your app and um, you can kind of tell what's going on in your city with other Pokemon Go trainers, for example, I live on a street right next to a historic street where there are a lot of Victorian homes. So about 3 of those homes are points of interest on a Google Map, and if you're a point of interest on a Google Map, you may become a uh PokéStop. And I was telling you this about about this yesterday, Emily. If you become a PokéStop, or a PokéStop can be turned into a Pokémon Lure, which like is like a magnet for Pokémon. So down the street, I noticed that one of the house, one of the Pokemon stops was just constantly shooting confetti, which means that it has become a magnet for Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And I went by there and there was nobody there. And then I realized, oh, somebody in one of these houses just turned the house into into a Pokemon lure and is just catching Pokemon like crazy in their own house. Meanwhile, wow. down the street, there's about three or four Pokestops that are really close together. As in, probably you can stand in one part, one spot and get all three or four Pokemon. I mean, all three <laughs> or four Pokestops. And that's because it's like this historic lake or whatever, Echo Park Lake. And then I noticed that like almost all night long, that place was just busting confetti. And it's also right by a gym. So apparently, at the lake, at midnight... There were people just catching Pokemon and fighting the gym like mad. Like, and they were physically there, I guess, in the middle of the night.
0: I so wish I could be a part of this. No, you Did don't Did you want... get up? Did you get up? No, I didn't. Because when we were talking about this, you were almost going to get out of bed to go take a walk. I didn't... And catch some Pokemon there.
1: I didn't do it because I... Yeah, fortunately, um, I found something to watch on Netflix that made me tired. Which was perhaps ironically uh, documentaries about real animals. <laughs> I saw this cheetah and her sister catch an impala. Uh huh. And, uh, I don't know, that just made me ha- sleepy <laughs> or whatever.
0: There's so many layers to unpack here. Yeah. What is real and what isn't? Is it the Pokemon fights or is it the cheetahs? I don't even know. Yeah,
1: the Pokemon fights are more real than ever because people are physically there as human beings. You can imagine uh, a documentary about Pokemon Go players and that British guy talking. Oh, that's
0: totally. Yeah, yeah, that's totally happening. There are going to be some serious brawls that break out over this game. No way. You just wait. (laughs) You just wait. There are going to be Pokemon Rumbles. There is a game called Pokemon Rumble, in fact. That's funny.
1: That will be the saddest to world star video. I mean world star <laughs> hip hop video of all time.
0: <laughs> oh I man. doubt it cuz right. people
1: won't put down their phone probably.
0: You look
1: I'm so emotionally exhausted right now I was just from you thinking you about so that So worn
0: out by this. Nice. <laughs>
1: I don't know what has happened to me. I think I grew like a I think there's a part of like a lobe of the brain that (laughs) nobody knew about until Pokemon Go (laughs) came out.
0: Is it the childlike wonder feeling that you said that I feel towards Pokemon? Is that what you're getting? I think
1: it's a I think it's like attached to the brain stem or something like that. It's the it's a lizard like wonder. It's not a childlike wonder. Anyways.
0: All right. So, are you ready to move on? Yeah. Because I have a surprise. Yay. Yay. What is this? That I, that I made. So, I would like to since we're in the dungeon, it kind of seemed like we should make use of this karaoke machine that we have down here. Oh, so, yeah. I wrote AVGM karaoke. Cool. And I wrote it for you, but it's kind of more like the very, very abridged history of our podcast. Cool. Told in one minute. <laughs> awesome. And I will say this um, I picked a track from Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf for this. <gasps> because <clears throat> I feel like that is sentimentally important. It's not one of the sweet tracks, though, it's fast. okay. So you have to prepare yourself for the onslaught of words.
1: All right. Okay. But I'm ready. If you're ready. Yeah.
0: Let me know when you're ready.
1: I'm ready.
0: Okay. And I have to, I'm going to count myself off because it like starts right away. So I'm going to kind of clap and then we'll go. So here we go. For an entire year, we've recorded out here Weird to think that we were once false strangers You were bored last summer, you'd begun to wonder Would this geek person join a joint venture in? Making podcasts, and for some reason, I thought that sounded awesome Things have really grown now, we are not alone now Patrons come and hang out, bar or dungeon Sharing all the memories, analyzing our dreams Even got a family of undead little friends Haju cookie (laughs) And that boo too So glad I found all of you Oh (laughs) (laughs) Yay Wow,
1: Wow. thank you Thank you so much I think we're gonna kill you in this episode
0: I think Josh is going to die
1: I am emotionally exhausted um, After both of those things Back to back I feel like um, I have no skin. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it was great. That was great. And, um, it was a good way to get me out of the Pokemon Go world and ground me in reality. In
0: reality. Yeah, a little bit. In the reality of this dungeon. Yeah. With a haunted jukebox, a skeleton turtle. And, and sometimes s- a carrot, man.
1: Yeah, and it feels good to be doing this. It feels good to be doing anything that's not Pokemon Go in its own way and to be thinking about other things. I've enjoyed this whole episode just for that, for the way in which I feel connected to something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, that's that was great.
0: That's kind of weird that y- real life is now your escape because it's usually the other way. That video games are your escape from real life.
1: Yeah, Well, and in a weird way Pokemon Go is more like real life You know it's kind of like a boring game with really good graphics in a certain way too mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, But it's it's weird, I guess the one thing that it is, and maybe people get tired of it Is that it's sort of like you moved to a new neighborhood But you just know where all the streets are But everything in it is different Huh Yeah, because it's, like, overlaid onto your world or whatever. Anyways, um, thanks so much for doing that. I really liked that track, too.
0: It's the menu track, I think. I was listening through, I thought, okay, I want to do a VGM karaoke for this. What track am I gonna pick? And first thing I had to do is remember which ones you have done. I didn't want to oh, redo yeah. something that you had already done. And I was listening through and I was listening to this track and I was like, well, it's kinda fast but it's kinda cute. But that part that goes ba da ba da yeah. like just in my mind, Haju Cookie happened and I thought, Oh, it's gotta be this one. Oh, that's so cool. So now <laughs> I, I'm I am wedded to this one. Yeah, yeah. And I have to make it work.
1: Well you totally made it work. I think that
0: da 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 ba da ba da
1: that was a really cool melody to use as a as a vocal line.
0: It's a good track.
1: Yeah, and it sounded really good when you were doing the da and da dadas and not just the lyrics. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: My little outro. Have you been? Uh, so you made a little video of yourself playing this game.
1: Oh yeah. Have you made any
0: progress, or do you just put it in and sing?
1: I just put <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in and I sang. Yeah. nope I haven't made any progress in it. I need to uh, have a weekend or something with that. So I usually don't even have my Nintendo out.
0: Yeah, that's right. I had to drag it out.
1: Yeah, I dragged it out and there's like all these wires everywhere. And uh, actually, I have to um, wait until my wife's in a really good mood or just doing something else to do it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, because you have to steal the TV?
1: Yeah, I have to steal the TV in a way that she is stressed out by for whatever number of oh, reasons. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Uh, well, it's her fault.
0: <laughs> well, you can always uh, just play the music, I suppose. Yeah. It is really neat to actually hear it coming out of the system, though. Even though it really shouldn't be that different, I always get excited about it. No,
1: you know what? I wish it was coming out of a CRT TV, though, actually.
0: Someday, I'm
1: going to have a a room, hopefully, when I'm rich and famous. Uh, right. Where I just have, like, you know, an old TV. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, my old Nintendo hooked up to it, or whatever.
0: But you know what you could do, is if you just get really good at remembering the commands to get to the different parts of the game, you could just plug in the audio part into something. Like, from the Nintendo into a stereo. Oh. Just, Just hook up the audio part. And then if you just remember, okay, if I hit A and then down and then A and down and A again, then I'm gonna listen to this track, and just play that through your stereo that way. <laughs> so you wouldn't be playing the game, but you'd be listening to the music from the console.
1: That is kind of funny. I used, I used to kind of do something like that at the at a job that I worked at. I was a tech support person for a DVD company, and uh, so some- oh, interesting. Yeah, sometimes they couldn't see the DVD. Or they couldn't see the DVD player, but it was because they had changed the settings to be like the wrong kind of signal. And right. so I would have to like say, Okay, press press setup. Push down eight times. Push yeah, exactly. left four times or whatever.
0: That's what I'm talking about. See, you're a professional at this.
1: Yeah, I wrote like these guides and stuff, and it was pretty funny.
0: That's pretty cool. Okay, so that's my surprise! Yay! Hooray for the dungeon! Hooray for one year of podcasting! Yay! Um, Kind of incredible. Yep. Um, Should we ask Haju if Haju wants to do a track?
1: I'm pretty sure he does. Right? Yep.
0: Okay. Cool. Haju wants.
1: Haju's a part of this party. He always has been, or not always, but since episode whatever, ten, right?
0: Something. Ten.
1: All right, and he looks like he's gonna play a uh, question mark from an unknown composer. What game is this?
0: This is World Series Baseball for the Game Gear. I Haju really couldn't find a lot of information on this game. This oh. was sort of difficult, but interesting that it's a baseball track.
1: What if it's what if it's him?
0: What if, <laughs> you mean? If what if Haju wrote it? Yeah. It's possible. Should we credit all unknown composers to Haju henceforth?
1: Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to tell something, you know, about his former life.
0: Well, let's see what he's trying to tell us this time. All right. All right, Haju, do it up. little shorty cool all right dr adachi what's your analysis on this one
1: i love the song it's victorious and tiny bit sentimental as all the greatest songs in the world are
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think haju's pumped that we've made it through a year
1: oh yeah that would be both victorious and sentimental uh of a feeling to have
0: But we're so happy you joined us, Haju. And we're happy you joined us too, Cookie. And you, Shy Boo. And all these other boos. And whatever monsters I can't see lurking in the shadows.
1: And you, dear patrons. Listeners and recommenders alike. And those who do both. And thank you especially to our track recommenders from today's episode. Retro. Bogus Meat Factory. Sean S. Mega Matt. Mike. And uh, you, Haju. Whoever hmm. you are.
0: And to everyone else who's written in and submitted their recommendations, please keep sending them in. Bring some new people. Uh, add to the party. To do that, go to our website, thevgmjukebox.com, and click the Suggest a track button on the right-hand side, or below, or whatever. It's in a bunch of different places. And send us your recommendation, or you can just send us a regular old email at thevgmjukebox at gmail.com.
1: Follow us on Twitter at VGMJB. And if you want, you can find us on Twitter as individuals. Josh's at joshadachiekin, and Emily at Keyglyph.
0: Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or any podcatcher, And please remember to rate and review at the iTunes store. Josh has given out gold coins from Mario, not gold coins from Pokemon.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I I can't afford those.
0: (laughs) And we'll see about doing some kind of giveaway for our hundredth recommender. That would be really fun.
1: All right. Let's think back then as we close up today's episode, what are the things that our patrons can remember to try to do? Um, Become a new recommender. That's one. Uh, email me if you want to join my VGM jogging group on runkeeper.com. We don't exist yet, so be the first. Um, write to us about your Pokemon Go adventures. Write to us about your Burger Time adventures. Write to us about any of your video game adventures. And write, you don't just have to write to us, but also you can post it on the, um, you know,
0: The Facebook page? Yeah, the Facebook Facebook page. Facebook.com slash the VGM Jukebox. Or the
1: VGM Jukebox.com, which is a blog that anybody can write on.
0: And also, if you have any podcast or music or video game related projects, let Mm -hmm. us know and we'll try to get a flyer set up for you to to, uh, put up at the, well, I guess in the bar. I think we have one here in the dungeon. Okay, great. We, We did at some point. No, you know what it was? I think it was Cookie... Held on to a flyer for anybody who happened to be in the dungeon, so Cookie might do that again, depending on whether or not we have one today.
1: Vegan recipes. Oh yeah. We haven't put out that episode where we first mentioned the vegan recipes, but if yeah, we're we a don't, little ahead. Yeah, but if we haven't got one, well, whatever. If you hear this and you thought, "Hey, I was going to do that and I didn't do that," send us a vegan recipe. We're going to create a video game. Music accompaniment to a recipe, and it's going to be timed, so that, (laughs) and uh, there will be instructions. And Emily is going to make it, and then tell us about her experience. Yes, and
0: I will not know what it is ahead of time.
1: This could be the next Pokemon Go, like recipe. Yeah, maybe Recipe Go gets bigger than Pokemon. (laughs) Who knows?
0: Improving my life Getting me to actually Go to the grocery store Hey hate grocery shopping But this is fun The mystery makes it cool So Yeah Yeah Anything else Do you want to reflect upon?
1: Um Well It's been great A great year Getting to know yes. you Emily And all of your Um Eccentricities
0: <laughs> Josh thinks I'm really weird Everybody
1: No I'm just kidding
0: No, he's not not kidding Nah, though. No, he's not (laughs) kidding (laughs) No, it's been great getting to know you two And it's funny because we knew of each other in the beginning As kind of like, you know Different LMH figures In different capacities So I remember when I was first talking to you I kind of felt like I was talking to a a quasi-celebrity Yeah Like THE sentimental in San Gabriel
1: Yeah, same with you I was like that's that other person that does stuff. Now, there's a lot of people on the Legacy Music Hour that does that do things. Darren Deluxe is a big one. Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: Obviously, we, the Gabe.
1: We never met Darren Studio Deluxe. Studio Trevor. Yeah, Studio Trevor.
0: We haven't met any of these people. Yeah. Mm. But we're all in our little spots, spread out, coming together to create some kind of constellation. Of VGM music,
1: yeah, and we are just happy to be one little star in your universe, Aww. dear patron. And you, we are, love you. You are the stars in our sky.
0: <laughs> that's what we should end with. We should end with the Jennifer Capriati song. We should just end with, <laughs> and patrons, we love you. Good night. That <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, do you want to do that?
1: Well. I thought this party was going on. I don't really want to kick everyone out. Oh, I guess
0: that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's get back to the party then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, fudge cake. I'm coming for you. I'm about to crowd surf off this stage right now. (laughs) Catch me, dear patron.
0: (laughs) Please don't drop him, please. (laughs) Keep him intact. If it doesn't work out, I'll just levitate you with my MP. <laughs> it sounds I'll good. cast float on you. <laughs>
1: sounds great. All right. All
0: right. See Enjoy you. the party, everybody.
1: And see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys, Patron Nathan99 here with my friends.
1: Hello, hi. hi.
0: Who run a uh, podcast about all things nerd, and that also includes video game music. Every ten episodes, we'll have a video game music podcast episode, and uh, we just got done with our second one on episode twenty. So if you guys would like to check that out, you can look us up on Ghost Farting Around, either on Blogspot or on iTunes. Thank you.